Hey gang, I'm here just chiming in at the top to let you know that this episode is the second half of our Life and Death Twilight Reimagined by Stephanie Meyer episode. The first half of the episode was released last Monday. I do recommend you listen to that first as it was one continual conversation. This is kind of in the middle of uh, the conversation me and Anna had about the book. It was just too much shit that we were talking about to edit and release as one episode. Uh, The next episode will be out as usual sometime the next Monday, so this isn't changing the schedule at all. Uh, So hope you enjoy the rest of our Twilight Talk. about i've got so much i want to talk about still the port angeles thing is so wild and we got to get we got to let's get to port angeles okay we want to do port angeles first okay so let me just give you guys the setup here the two different versions um and again apologies because this is almost beat for beat what i was yelling at a couple of friends about yesterday (laughs) when i was keyed up about this um okay so original twilight here is the breakdown of the port angeles trip Mm -hmm. bella is going to Go dress shopping for the girls' choice dance with Jessica and Jessica uh, Angela. Um, they are not bringing Lauren. Lauren has bowed out. Uh, I think she's sick in Twilight. I can't remember what the reason she's is. Mad at Bella. Okay. Mad at Bella. He just um, can't go. He just said Logan can't go. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Bo hates Logan. They <laughs> plan to go dress shopping and then go to dinner. Yes. This is their plan for the girls. Yeah. Um. They go dress shopping. They have the whole discussion about Mike and about Logan or uh, Lauren and, you know, everybody's feelings, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The two girls who have bought dresses, the not Bella girls, uh, are like, we're going to go take our dresses back to the car. We'll meet you at the and uh, like and then we're going to like take a leisurely stroll to the restaurant. Bella's like, hey, I'm going to go check out a bookstore real quick. I need quick. to get books because I'm so I need smart. to get books. But this is like an understandable, you know, oh, you guys are going to go do this thing. I don't need to be along for that. We'll meet back up at the restaurant. Perfect. Um, Except for Bella's in a town she's never been in before in a downtown area. Not so perfect. Not so perfect. She's very At down. least I can understand the impetus of being like, this would be a good time for me to splinter off to do this thing that I want to do by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, I don't think that they'd be interested in. So she goes to go to the bookstore on her way to the bookstore. She finds a bookstore she doesn't like. And then she goes to try to find a different bookstore. That's exactly the same. So, you know, just bring it up. Um, she wanders past an alley or into an alley or something. Mm-hmm. There are a group of men there who uh, attempt to sexually assault her. Uh, the, it is not like explicit they never get that far Mm -hmm. but it is pretty implicit that that is what is going on uh because of a certain line that no longer makes any sense (laughs) meanwhile edward has been following the group uh has been keeping an eye on bella by using his psychic powers to listen into what jessica is thinking about once she splinters off he follows her scent until he loses her scent and then he's just scanning people's minds to see if he can figure out where she's gone until he scans the mind of one of the men who's going to sexually assault her and so he knows she's in trouble and goes to save her Mm -hmm. pulls up the car opens the car is like get in and they peel out of there they go to the restaurant jessica and uh angela have already gotten to the restaurant and already eaten and Edward's like, well, she needs food. We're going to go ahead and eat. I'll take her home. They go in. They have the whole chat. And then uh, at some point, Bella is, like, noticeably shivering. So Edward gives her his jacket. Mm-hmm. These are, there's more that happens. But these are the points that I think are most interesting in comparison. Okay. So the boy version. We're going to go through this. And I'm going to stop when we get to a notable change. <laughs> The boys are going to going to get corsages. This is fine. This is like a reasonable yeah. equivalent, I feel like. Um, they have to go to a whole different town because Forks to to doesn't have flowers. Town. Yes. Um, the one thing you know a small town has is a fucking <laughs> florist. Okay, go on. So they go to the town to get the flowers. They don't talk at all. We've already discussed this. They do not talk in the, the shop at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they exit the shop. Or at least if they talk, it's not. It's only about the color of flowers. Yeah. They don't like have a conversation. Um they exit the other boys are like we are going to go look for video games mm-hmm. already a big difference 
Mm-hmm. These boys have a task. That boys they can't want to eat do. food. F- boys, famously, well, boys don't eat food. Well, we're not to that <laughs> difference yet because that's not the video game difference. The video game, video game is subbing for going to the car mm-hmm. because they don't need to go to the car anymore because they don't have dresses. They don't have well. dresses now. So instead, we have we're going to go do video games, which would work, except then you have this situation where Bo, who is along with these people and trying to be friends with them, supposedly goes basically goes, I don't want to do the dumb thing you want to do. I'm going to go to a bookstore. Yeah. Way ruder. Way Absolutely. Ruder, he right? go, He just says, I'm going to go run an errand. Do you guys mind? And they're and like, uh, no. The, do you still want to go to the movie? And he's like, yeah. So, yes. So, the boys are oh, going to yeah. go to a movie mm-hmm. after, yeah. not dinner. Well, what would they all do? Is, just sit in silence and chow? Like, it is wild that Stephanie Meyer thinks teenage boys don't go to restaurants. Of course they don't. That's what, that's what. They that's get slices they... of pizza on the boardwalk with their skateboards. <laughs> like, this is wild. This is a wild <laughs> thing that has been changed here. She's like, no, no, these boys can't go to a restaurant. That's insane. Nah. And especially, because I think this is They're... really where her, maybe, again, maybe I'm being unfair to Smire, but I think this is, again, a no homo thing of, if we play it out, Bo is late to the restaurant. The other two boys eat Ate together. dinner by themselves alone. By themselves, two boys. That's gay. No, yeah, they're you not doing do that. that. They're yeah. they're munching on some beef jerky sticks while loitering outside of a gas station. They're not eating a meal <laughs> together. I'm like, this is wild. Why did you change this? Eating... Boys can go to dinner. <laughs> they're eating Doritos while playing Halo at the at the GameStop. They're not eating dinner. Let these boys have ravioli no they don't get nice italian food (laughs) i mean like even if even if you were like i just it's just it's wild it's wild that that was a change that she felt needed to be made absolutely boys hobbies are very different from girls hobbies of shopping and eating (laughs) boys don't enjoy eating they want to go to a movie the boys want to go to the video game store he bo doesn't want to do that he wants to go to the bookstore so he's like fuck you guys which is very different to the girls needing to drop off their dresses and bella not wanting to take along for that right like that's that makes sense. This doesn't. This is Bo being incredibly rude. Like, Absolutely. He's like, anyway, I don't like you anyway, guys. I'm going to leave. Goodbye. I know you guys are my ride. I have intellectual I gotta, pursuits. I got to go. So <laughs> Please. he goes to find the bookstore. Same order of events. He runs into like the hippie bookstore and he's like, not that one. And trying to find another one. Yeah. Um, that bookstore goes, sells crystals. No way. No way. Couldn't be me. They don't have Gulliver's Travels. Um, <laughs> I Sorry. I need another copy of The Catcher in the Rye. And that's not going to be here at the hippie <laughs> bookstore. Say, I did also note specifically uh, when Bella pulls out her like most favorite book in the world. It's Jane Austen, and um, oh my he god, he pulls out uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Jules Sea, Fern. which is so funny and <laughs> does not make any he's sense. Like, he says, "I'm gonna just flip through the book until a word catches my attention, and I'll start reading from that point." And I, I even I saw words were jumping out of the page like Kraken and Octopus, but not even they did it for. Not even the tentacles would do it for for Bobella at that point. He just needed, like, he only had thoughts about Edith. The way that this whole that whole switch makes zero sense because yeah, like Jane Austen and all of the books that Bella likes has relevance to Bella's wants and desires. Uh-huh. Mainly, she likes romance and tragic romance. Bo wants She's a submarine. You don't know. Horny. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like Bella, her reading choices reflect that she wants. Her yes. big I want song is I want to be with fucking Edward. Yes. I yes. want to be where the Edward is. I want to be where the Edward is. <laughs> and also, there's a whole thing about like how the name Edward is in some of the books she likes, right? So, Jules Verne. Jules Verne. That, famously, the octopus named Edith. Famously. <laughs> now what we have is Bo's. If we're if we're doing a one-to-one here, Bo's big I want is no longer I want to be where the vampires are. It's, it's I want adventure in, in the, the great, great wide, wide somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, he's a breaking right? dawn. No, we're going to break waves. Yeah, he wants to go on adventure. But yeah. that doesn't fit with anything else in this book. It does if you think about uh, the, I don't, there's none. There's none. No. Because he, no, he goes from, exactly I, the same as Bella. He I want cool big life. Romance book. He wants more than this provincial life f- to <sighs> like, suddenly being like i only want i only have eyes for edith and everything else can get fucked as long as i'm in love as long as this girl loves me and i love her like it's just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense anyway the the transition the transition to being completely enamored (laughs) is just it's very jarring to me back to port angeles yeah back to port angeles where the things go down so the video games and bookstore video games and bookstore he's trying to find the bookstore he comes across an alleyway same thing 
But boys can't be sexually assaulted. That would be silly. You know, (laughs) in this version, Uh in this version, he stumbles across a drug deal. Mm -hmm. Wild. Wild. Um, Just the most 1980s uh, special. There was a trench coat being opened. Everyone was gathered around. Um, He stumbles across this and is like, oops, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt your drug deal. I'm leaving. Who is there but the girl he bumped into at the airport? The, this is the, the the stupidest. I didn't even the realize it was the same yes. person. The girl he bumped into <sighs> at the airport goes, I saw him with his partner. He's an undercover cop. I don't know what sort of 21 Jump Street bullshit they are on. <laughs> that they think this 17-year-old is an undercover cop, but okay. Well, hey, so if we now, all thought Channing Tatum was a teenager. <laughs> I guess. So now we have a situation where we've got several people doing illicit drug deals Uh in Oregon. Um, Uh Forks. No, Port Angeles. I'm so sorry. In, in, or sorry, Washington. In Washington. Um, So they're doing illicit drug deals and they're like, that's an undercover cop. What we need to do to de-escalate this situation is not leave because he doesn't know who we are. They don't cheese it. Doesn't have our names. Doesn't have any ID on us. We need to murder him. That's what we need to do, actually. We actually do need we to murder him. We actually need to murder this 17-year-old boy who is and, secretly an undercover cop. And then Bo is like, no, 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 no. My That was my dad, not my partner. And one of them says, oh, so you're a baby pig? Which that's fucking insane. That's so wild that that was said. But then they continue to be like, either he is an undercover cop and we should murder him, or he will become an undercover cop. He is is the son of a police officer who is completely unrelated to anything. This is not even that guy's jurisdiction. And we need to murder him. (laughs) This is Stephanie. Stephanie, you went way too hard on this. That's not. No, it's such a Mormon like. Drugs will turn you evil. And Drugs will make just, you murder. You'll murder, right? Yeah. Like, the, it, it doesn't make any sense from, like, a their perspective. It doesn't, it's, why would your, why would your next step be to murder a 17-year-old when you're caught selling some weed in an alley? Like, mm. I mean, we don't know it's weed, but it was probably weed. It was probably just uh, weed. <laughs> it was probably just weed. So then, this is all happening. Edith is still scanning these minds. Yeah. Sees the girl's mind Wants to and comes Bo. to rescue Bo. And where this particular line just does not work with this gender swap and the situations being changed is that in the original, Edward says, like, I could see what he was planning to do to you and gets more upset. And Edith thinks the exact same thing. And the implication there for Edward is that he saw that they were planning to assault her sexually. Like, mm-hmm. that's what that meant. Yes. There's not another explanation. <laughs> In this, it's like, what did you see them planning to do that is making They weren't just going to moiter him. They, they were going to double moiter him. Moita him. Like, what? <laughs> like, why is that? Because she's already upset about They were going to get him addicted murdered. to drugs, and then they was going right. to moiter him. <laughs> right. Like, what was that woman planning <laughs> to do to this 17-year-old that upset? so like aside from just murder just the murder is enough you don't right like so very silly doesn't make sense in the tra- in the translation no. um, and then the most self-absorbed couple goes to be self-absorbed again goes to be self-absorbed but another important gender swap happens here yes they go to the restaurant uh-huh. and this is probably my favorite of all of the, the gender swap things yeah. that had to that there is no explanation for why this got changed mm-hmm. except for well we gender. didn't talk about how oh so so they go to the movie first Oh yes, they yeah. Right. Which they I thought this movie. was absolutely hilarious. Like reading this, I was like, "You cannot, so you cannot have funny. done this." This was so funny. His funny. friends are panicking outside of the movie theater because Bo said, "I'll meet you at the movie theater." They're panicking. Bo is not there. They've already purchased the tickets. The movie has started. They don't know what to do. They're waiting outside for him. No one has cell phones in 2005, apparently. Um, they Bo Bo shows up in in Edith's car uh, with Edith driving, of course, and they get out and she's like, hey, boys, uh, ran into this guy here. He was lost, LOL. And then she like quietly whispers to Bo, like, how badly do you want to see this movie still? And Bo's like, I never wanted to see this movie because he's a bad friend. And this is this is after one of the boys goes, 
oh well the movie started but it's probably still in previews like very nice about absolutely the alan is the nicest boy them, yes um and yes then they have this little whisper conversation and they're like we're gonna leave actually yeah and, like edith goes so- i'm gonna i'm gonna steal him for dinner you guys don't mind do you and they're like what are you gonna say at that point Yes, we do. This is rude. But they're boys because they but can't talk boys. about their feelings. They can't think it's rude. They just have to be but resentful. Again, again, like the way that this change made this make no sense. It was so rude. Because in the original, like that makes perfect sense of like Angela and Jessica go to the restaurant. Bella's not there. They're like, I guess we should go ahead and order and start eating. They finish their meal. Bella shows up. Edward's like, well, she needs to eat. So we'll stay and I'll drive her back. This makes sense. This thing you've created makes no sense. It's just, it's just so rude. I don't. Bo was not planning on eating. He was planning on seeing the movie. Because Bo, no boys reason. don't eat. Because boys don't eat. <sighs> boys don't eat. Smart. They you have to stay consistent girl. within your own world. Okay. You created these rules. You should stick to them at the very least. So they go to the restaurant. They get to this Italian restaurant. The same they get to the Italian restaurant. Yeah. Same thing happens. They have the talk about is you a vampire um, yeah it doesn't happen in the woods uh which is away true from in the, people in the book as well oh they, it, it happens yeah, at the restaurant in the book okay it's okay, the okay. restaurant and the car see i only know movie yeah yeah um so they, they have the whole talk at the restaurant in the car i think that the uh, Catherine hardwick just thought it would be more interesting to ma- like she wasn't wrong it. she it's it's a look um long but, car conversations so, are not fun to watch <laughs> yeah i mean she's not wrong um so they go to the restaurant Bo is still cold just as Bella was. Uh-huh. Edith cannot offer her jacket. It is a girl's jacket. She's it is small. too small. She's small. So Both instead, so she takes off the scarf she's wearing. Okay. I, I don't have a problem with this. This is reasonable. Because, yeah, you're right. Edith is smaller than, than Bo. He mm-hmm. wouldn't fit in her jacket. You're right. Scarf seems like a perfectly acceptable alternative. Uh-huh. But then... <laughs> it's not her scarf. Goes... It's a boy scarf. Don't worry. It's a boy scarf. <laughs> she goes, don't worry. It's Archie's. I borrowed it. It's not a woman's scarf. What? What? Scarves what? are unisex. What are you scarves talking are about? Like, especially a warm scarf. If it was like a fashion scarf of the 2005. The very sure. thin. Yeah. That's he not doing want shit. A thin glittery yeah, no. scarf with bangles. Absolutely. It's a good but Pacific Northwest scarf. If it's a scarf meant to warm, it's just a scarf. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a woman's scarf. Oh, it doesn't sorry, need to be a boy's boo. Sorry, Bo. That was my vagina scarf. Let me get you the one I use oh, for my no. nag. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. That's the one I wrap around my fallopian tubes. So what? What is this change? It's so stupid and sexist. Uh, it's don't worry. It's a boy scarf. It's a boy scarf. Don't, don't worry. worry. And then and still, when Bo gets home, Charlie's like, "That scarf looks weird." Why? Because a girl wore it at one point in time. We have to point out that it is a non-traditional scarf for a boy to wear. What? It, which it, it, I guess I I guess we're supposed to take it as. Archie is more high fashion and perhaps it's a fashionable scarf. Mm. But again, sorry, it's 2005. Archie is metrosexual. And also I question that there is a fashionable warm scarf. If it's a warm scarf, it's just a warm scarf. It's just a big ball of yarn. It's just scarf. (laughs) We don't need to assign gender to scarf. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, son. Did you bring home a uterus scarf? Get that off your neck. I can smell the estrogen on that scarf. I didn't raise a boy. I didn't I didn't leave a boy with his mother for years just for him to come home wearing a girl's scarf. Oh my god. God and damn it. This like weird like Bo can't do girl things for no fucking reason continues. Like there's the scene, the ballet scene. The ballet right? studio. It wasn't Bo didn't take ballet. It's, Bo didn't take ballet lessons there. Renee taught ballet lessons yeah. there. But she didn't stick with it. Guys Boys can take ballet lessons. Boys, a lot of, yeah, boys do. Boys do take, boys ballet, do take lessons. ballet lessons. There's also other dance styles. If you didn't want it to be ballet because you have a problem, I'm not saying that you should have had a problem with it. I'm saying if you had a problem with it being ballet, okay, maybe he took tap or or hip hop or something. I don't know. Or fucking make it a karate studio. Make it a karate studio with it. lots of mirrors. Gymnastics. Why? Boys, gymnastics. a lot of boys, boys take gymnastics at a mirrors. young age. I, why did you do this? 
Why did you do that? And it, it, ma- it doubly makes no sense that there would be... Well, I guess she got the VHS from the house. Never mind. I was like, why would there be videos at the ballet studio of Yeah, no, Bo? in both, in both yeah. versions, the VHS is at the house. Because that would also be wild if uh, they had VHSs Man. of home videos of someone who took lessons there 10 years 10 ago. 10 years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the world was like That's true. before everything was digitized and on Facebook. Oh, my God. Um. Okay. Um, so we've talked about a lot of stuff. I do want to talk, and I might have more stuff after this, but I definitely want to talk about the ending and the backstories that we get for these characters. Yes. Okay. Because the changes that are made. And I don't know anything about them because literally you have, yes. I've only okay. read and watched Twilight. The one, so will, not Twilight the whole. This will be a treat for <laughs> This will be such a treat. <laughs> oh, I also got to talk about Laurent because I find his changes bizarre as well and also racist. Okay. Um, okay. So. One by one. We can kind of cross Archie off. He's not really any different than no. Alice. There's nothing interesting gender-wise that gets changed there. Yeah. It's just that uh, he's in an institution, gets turned by another vampire, that vampire gets killed. Okay, cool. Whatever. Uh, nothing nothing too wild. Um, although it is wild, and I think this is in the original book, too, that like Archie uh, sees uh, Jessamine, his like eventual life partner, and in like his future vision. And it's like 28 years from now. And he's like, well, I could I could have gone and found her, but like I didn't want to. And I think this is true of Alice Jasper, too, that like she saw him 28 years before. But like the whole way that her thing works is like it's when someone makes a decision. Mm. So how did, um, how did anyone yeah, yeah. How, how did, did anyone make a decision? decision? How did Jessamine hadn't made a decision and he couldn't have made the decision until he knew about Jessamine. So like he didn't make the decision. So who's why did we happened? fix that plot hole there? What Sire? happened anyway? Um. Okay, so Jessamine. Jessamine is Jasper. In the original Twilight, we find out that Jasper was a young boy who joined the Confederate Army when he was (laughs) underage. He faked his age to join the Confederate Army because he was that gung-ho about the Confederacy. Absolutely. While in the Confederate Army, he got uh, taken by a vampire who was doing a vampire war and turned into a soldier for her army, and then he did a lot of like trained newborns and then killed a bunch of people and eventually got tired of it and left. Okay. Jessamine is not a Confederate soldier. She gets taken from her family's home. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So again, we have in, in the boy version, boy makes, boy makes choice about his life. Yeah. Bad choice, but choice, uh, in girl version, choice sitting gets at taken home away, gets taken by vampires. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also, Stephanie Meyer, you know we were all mad about the Confederacy thing. You could have had Jessamine go try not be a Union soldier because girls can't be soldiers. She could have been trying to help like nurse Nursing, people at a Union yeah. camp. Like that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you do that anyway? A, pri- okay, so, a great place to run into a vampire. A great place. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't make any sense because like before the vampire scouted him during the Confederate War. How did they know about this random woman? I don't know. Her beauty was told of far and wide. Yeah, I guess. Or I guess it would be her empathy thing. Yeah. But like, whatever. Her empathy was known far and wide. <laughs> was known. Um, okay, so we got Jessamine. Emmett slash uh, Eleanor is basically the same. Got mauled by a bear. No differences there. Mm-hmm. Carlisle slash Kareen. In the original Twilight, mm-hmm. Carlisle's father is an Anglican pastor mm-hmm. who hunts vampires and witches and stuff and is has gotten old and is having Carlisle take over the business of hunting vampires oh, no. and stuff. You see where oh, this is going. Oh, God. That's Carlisle. gross. Uh-huh. Carlisle is on a hunt for a vampire, gets got by the vampire, manages to kill the vampire, but realizes he's been bitten and will turn, and so hides himself in a pile of potatoes uh, through his transformation. Glad that stayed. And, yeah. And then... Uh, oh, the, anti, the anti-vampire the potatoes. Let me just go hide under them. Of course. It would have been funny if it was garlic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's Carlisle. Kareen, her father's an Anglican pastor who hunts vampires and uh-huh. witches. He's not getting old, necessarily. Nah. His age is he's not a thing. Hunting, it's not mentioned. He's still hunting vampires. And he, um, Kareen has like encouraged him to kill less innocent people and be more sure that things are actually vampires before staking them. Um, so he ends up compassion. That's her thing. Yeah. So he ends up finding an actual vampire, but it gets away 
and he's like, guess that's that. He returns home. Vampire follows him home, kills him, and turns Kareen as revenge. Yes, because so he sees again. that's the, that's what the pastor loves most. So again, yeah, girl is staying at home. <sighs> Men is making decisions. Gets got by vampire. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 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 Um, Edward Edith about the same Spanish influenza. Carlisle decides to turn him. Okay, yeah. cool. No, no weird differences there. Mm-hmm. Esme slash Ernest. In the original no, Twilight, not Emmet, sorry. Uh, Ernest. Ernest. Yes. In the original Twilight, Esme is uh, same thing. She sees Carlisle as a like doctor coming through town at a young age and is like in love with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but he leaves because he's a traveling doctor. She grows up, marries an abusive husband. She uh, has a son who dies two days after birth and is never named. And because of her grief and the fact that her husband is abusive, throws herself off of a cliff and dies. Mm. The husband is later dealt with by Edward during his serial killer phase. The coolest Edward ever was. The coolest Edward. Um, (laughs) Now, Ernest, uh, same thing, sees Corrine when he's a young boy and is in love with her. She leaves. He goes, gets married to a woman. That woman isn't abusive. She's an alcoholic. So Mm. alcoholic that she, in a drunken rage, throws herself and their two-year-old daughter named Grace off of a cliff. After I read this and I forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah. After which Ernest attempts to do the same and then is taken to the hospital and uh, turned by Carlisle or Corrine. So here we have bad, bad woman leading you to sin, alcohol leading you to sin. But the woman isn't an abuser to the husband, right? Like Mm -hmm. that would be, that couldn't be possible. That doesn't make sense. But then like my question there, my, my like, hmm, interesting is like the implications to me when you tell me that story are, there's still an abusive husband here woman was drinking and killed herself to escape him like that's that's the way that if if i didn't know it was Ernest and he's a good guy or whatever mm-hmm. if someone told me that story i'd be like oh obviously the like like it's an abusive relationship mm-hmm. that's why she threw herself off a fucking cliff because with her daughter because he was an abuser to escape like, yeah so it doesn't work it doesn't work when you make these changes because now like we're supposed to see Ernest as still this victim from his wife but, like the wife didn't do anything to him like, yeah, killed his daughter. But, like, the wife was dealing with her own shit. Uh-huh. Which he did. You know, he just, seemingly didn't do much to help which her. He, and, like, <laughs> literally it says that she, he saw them jump off, like, her jump off the cliff. What did he, what was he doing? What was he doing while they were jumping up while his drunken wife Probably also drinking. onto a cliff? Right? I'm like, it just doesn't work anymore. Okay. Last one. We got Royal and Rosalie, right? Yeah. Rosalie. Uh, going to marry a rich boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, rich boy and his friends are drunk one night and she wanders, she's wandering the streets by herself and runs into them and they rape and murder her. God. At which point Carlisle saves her. Okay. Okay. That's fucked up. That's incredibly fucked up. Uh, Rosalie eventually comes back and uh, takes vengeance on all of them. Good for her. Um, doesn't drink their blood, just murders them because she's like, I don't want them to be any part of me. Oh, yeah, that's 100% end them. Don't let them have eternity. Absolutely. Um, She, that's that's where I was like, Royal is engaged to marry a rich girl. Turns out the rich girl's family is maybe doing some shady shit and they have a rival crime syndicate. So apparently they're a crime syndicate. (laughs) Okay. A mafia romance, classic, classic okay. mafia romance setup. His fiance has a boyfriend who's the son of the rival crime syndicate. The boyfriend attacks and kills Royal while the girlfriend is standing there watching and, and laughing. It. Yeah. And he eventually does come back and kill them both, but not much more said about it. I just want to point out worst thing that could happen to a woman, sexual assault at the hands of her partner. 
-hmm. worst thing that could happen to a man getting laughed at by his partner <laughs> as he's being murdered as, as he's being murdered but the the betrayal aspect yes, is yes, that yes. she's laughing at him really the true betrayal him. was that she didn't love him back that yes, was the worst thing that could that happen she's to him. Man. him. That's yeah. the worst thing that could happen to him. Yes. Like that is wild. So all of these backstories like are so fucking indicative of Smyre's whole like views on gender. It's so It's just weird. The things that they're literally none of them had to change at all. No. Like you didn't have to do anything. You didn't of even this. have to mention them. You, you went out of your way to mention these. You went out of your way to bring them up and be like, this is what it would be like if Rosalie was a boy. For like 50 pages after the For book ended. It's so long. It's so long. You went it's out of your way to mention all of these backstories. Wow. It's exhausting. I'm just like, why Why did you bring this up? Why did you make the changes you did? I know why you made the changes you did. It's because of sexist, like internalized sexism. Like every mm -hmm. single one has mm -hmm. some angle of like, you don't think that women can be active. A boy would not you do can, this. You can make the arguments of like, oh, but for the time period, it wouldn't make sense. It's a fucking vampire book. Gang. Yeah. It's a fucking vampire book. We don't need to make it make 100% historical sense. And also, and also you weren't there. You don't know. You weren't there. And you <laughs> fucking cannot sit here and tell me that women didn't get involved in the fucking civil war. There were yes. women involved in the civil war. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The fact that you don't think that's true is a you problem, not a history problem. Like every, the, you can't sit there and tell me that like an Anglican pastor's daughter would never be allowed outside of the home. Like it's, that's not true. That's but she not... was so beautiful. I, the... <laughs> you can't she was so beautiful. You can trust her. You can't sit there and tell me that a wife in the early 1900s couldn't have been abusive to her husband. Like, no, it's you didn't need to change. Men are that. never victims; they're always lying. It's uh, it's so <laughs> stupid. I'm just like, all of these changes were bad and added nothing, and made it made it very clear that like, yes, you have sexist views. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just the, the you sexist, just double down. You, Yes, the changes you made because of gender just prove that you have hangups about gender. Like, <laughs> bro. But, you know, you tried. Okay, I want to talk Laurent. All right, who is Laurent? So Laurent is the group in the hunter threesome that dips. Okay. He's the one who's like, I don't care about this. Yeah. I'm not involved. Goodbye. In the OG Twilight, his name is Laurent. He is uh, French origin from the 1600s. Um, he does go to the Collins and warn them that the other two are going to, like, come after them. Mm -hmm. So this is to note. Also an important note, between the time this book was written and the first book was written, the movie happened. Yes. And in that movie, Laurent was played by a black man. Mm -hmm. And the reason that Catherine Hardwick could convince Stephanie Meyer to let one of her precious baby pale vampires be black was because she had said he's olive skinned, but still has a pallor and a pallor can apply to any skin color, mm -hmm. right? It's a medical term. You can be black and still have a pallor in this book. Stephanie Meyer, who is aware that Laurent is her one fucking black vampire in the movies mm -hmm decides that the appropriate edit to be made is to say that he is a vampire, that he is a man with uh, shiny black hair, still the same as the original, and pale skin. Oh. So oh. here's Stephanie Meyer saying, you remember how Catherine Hardwick was like, no, we're going to put a black vampire in this. Stephanie, Stephanie said like, not on mm, my watch. No, actually, he's not black. And I want to be sure of that. Yeah. Like, I want to be I sure. I want the world I'm changing to know. That, I'm editing this to be clear that he is not black. Wow. That is fucking racist. It's fuck. There's no other way. Like, I'm sorry. There's no other way to read that. That's like, absolutely. The line change oh, is so insane. tiny. What? It's such a tiny switch. There's no other reason that she made that switch aside from the fact that she wanted to be clear that he is pale, 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 not black. Oh like, my God. It's wild. So there's that. I also want to point out that the name change she picked for Laurent is fucking stupid. 
and proves that she doesn't know shit about shit because she decides to change gender swap Laurent's name to Lauren. Uh-huh. Okay. Number one, you'd been doing a pretty good job so far with, I think some of the names are stupid, but you've been doing a pretty Royal. good job. Royal is dumb, but you've been doing a pretty good job with finding like, things that Ross aren't... isn't right there. Well, uh, <laughs> she's been doing a pretty good job with finding things that would be appropriate for the character if they were gender swept, not ne- not necessarily just like the closest thing yeah, to the name, yeah. right? Like Bo means the same thing as Bella. It is not phonetically the closest boy name you can get to Bella, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Edith feels the same as Edward. It's not phonetically the closest to Edward. That would be like Edwina, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren is the closest phonetically you can get to Laurent, but you've already shown that Lauren is not comparable to Laurent in terms of like meaning because you had a character named Lauren and you changed her name in the gender swap, not to Laurent, but to Logan. So, you know, you know that Lauren doesn't have the same connotation as Logan or as Laurent. Number two, I know that you went and looked on fucking Google and said Lauren name origins to make sure it was still a French name. It is technically French origin because it's from the name Lawrence and it's a boy's name up until the 1940s. So you picked a boy's name for this fucking girl character because you can't do two seconds of research to see that Lauren became a popular girl's name with Lauren Bacall and that was not her given name. Like, bro. Wow. You made this 1,600-year-old French vampire named Lauren who absolutely is not black because you're so worried about historical accuracy of a black <sighs> person in France in the 1600s, which, Fucking spoiler vampire. alert, existed, but you didn't take enough time to check and make sure that that name actually would have existed for a woman in France in the 1600s. Wow, 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 wow. We only Fucking... do one specific kind of research, and that wasn't it. <laughs> Fucking loser behavior. Absolutely. That's wild. <laughs> I simply, I, I could, like, when I was reading, I was like, why the fuck is his name Lauren? That doesn't make any sense. I was like, I don't think that's a name that would have been used. And it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't. It's so, uh, it's so dumb. I, uh, God, let me, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to rant about. Um, I do want to talk about kind of moving away from why this book sucks. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like that's been the last couple points. Yes. The reason that I think this book works. Um, it's kind of tragic because I think the reason that this book works a lot better than Twilight as an adult reading it is that it is very hard for me to suspend my disbelief that a 17 year old girl confronted with a man saying, I'm much older than you. I'm going to kill you <laughs> would not oh, be like, actually, no, thank you. Actually, like, and this is a big complaint about Bella in general, right? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. she has no self-preservation when it comes to Edward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she is mm-hmm. all in immediately, despite him literally saying, I will kill you one day. Like that is, yes. okay, he doesn't literally say that, but you know, he That's says- That's in the exact like, moment you go to your cop dad and you'd be like, yes, um, and be like I've got I some need, concerns. <laughs> I need to talk to you, daddy. Yeah. Um, I can believe because of gender roles- that a 17-year-old boy, even when being told, I am uh, yeah, dangerous, absolutely. I might hurt you, <laughs> I might hot, kill you. Hot. <laughs> not even just that he goes hot, but that he does not have 17 years of the world showing him that women are dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's less, it's more believable that he would let his, like, senses be overcome like his his common sense when someone says i am dangerous to be overcome because he doesn't have anything well, to I'm back a man. that up right it, it's <laughs> like he doesn't it's not even necessarily like a, a, a well pff, women can't hurt me it's just that like he has not been socialized or you right. know, he most likely has not been socialized to believe that women can pose a threat to him bella almost certainly has either like implicitly or uh, through just existing in the world as a 17-year-old girl. Like, the idea that Bella has never heard horror stories about, like, things that can go wrong on dates, the idea that Bella has not heard something from her mother who overshares with her and is yeah. described in a way that probably has had, you know, some stuff go wrong on dates. Absolutely. Um, this woman's been single her entire life, Bella's entire fact, life. The fact that Bella comes from a big city with a huge high school yeah, and 
doesn't know that some like doesn't seem to be aware that sometimes young men and boys are dangerous to young women like i don't buy her dad's it. a cop man it. he's telling her cop. constantly her dad and also we get this like we literally see this happening in twilight right because in the scene where thank you for bringing this up in the scene that he's a cop because in the scene where uh bella tells her dad about edward versus uh both talking to his dad about edith in the bow scene he says like oh i'm kind of seeing this girl edith and his dad is basically like oh that's weird i thought you didn't like anyone um do i get to meet her like that sort of thing yeah in the scene with bella's dad and bella talking about edward charlie immediately is worried about him charlie immediately first off starts trying to disrespect him by like intentionally getting his name wrong um like he'll be like oh edwin or whatever um and also says like like has a concern about her safety dating him so we know that she is socialized to not trust men in a way that Bo is not socialized to not trust women right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this is this is fact and then later when um when uh they do the the the, the scene where she, she Bobella goes to charlie and is like i hate forks i hate everything after a date with edward edith in the Bo version he's just like what happened did she break up with you? And Bo is like, no, I broke up with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the Bella version, Charlie Charlie's says, what worried. happened? Yeah. Did he hurt you? Yeah. He literally says that. So like, you can't fucking front, Stephanie. You can't fucking front that like, <laughs> Bella, like they're equally just, just, oh, they One wouldn't... is considerably uh, more of a um, um, break from reality than the other. Right. Yes. So like, so the the us having to buy in that Bella is a woman who exists in our real world and is told things like men are dangerous or I don't want that boy to hurt you or I am worried about you dating a boy. Mm-hmm. And then also is having a boy tell her, I'm, I'm going to kill you. Kill you. Hey. And then she's like, bet. <laughs> Makes her seem less uh, of a believable character versus yeah. Bo. Yeah. Who doesn't have, who's, who's being told you should be dating more. Aren't any of the girls to your liking? Yeah. Why aren't you oh, going to the dance? 6,000 Oh, it's times. great that you're dating Edith. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Edith is saying, I'm probably going to kill you. And he's like, bet. Good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I believe this a little bit more. Yeah. I believe it. Like he seems like less of a, like blinders on because yeah, like, She's she's a, a small girl who is pretty and doesn't seem threatening versus a much taller than you guy who everyone is worried about you dating. Like, yeah, it does. Uh, anyway, that's why this. But also just in general, I did really enjoy like it is still intensely problematic that Edith is almost 100 years old and is hitting on a teenager. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, but they 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 choose to go to high school all the time. So like, God, like, I can't imagine what her tastes are like. But I will say, although it is fucked up that she's dating a teenager when she herself is not truly a teenager, mm-hmm. something we have historically disliked on this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um her as a character, I like better than Edward. Because... Absolutely. Edith, there was something much more charming about Edith yes. than there ever was about Edward. And I just, I don't know if she, this is like um, <laughs> to, a real world equivalent of like mm. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, right? It's like she's yes. got that cool girl energy and doesn't have to try hard for it, you know? You know what I think it might be? What's that? They both do a lot of self-deprecating, right? Because mm. a lot of their lines are exactly the same. And I think when that's coming from a man, it feels disingenuous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when it's coming from a woman, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you are you are damaged. Especially <laughs> when you're imagining that woman is Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some, there's you know? this, yeah. It just, it feels like Edith, when she says things like, uh, that are negative about herself, it doesn't feel as fake as when edward does it Mm -hmm. like i don't always believe it when edward does it it feels more like he feels like that's what he should be yes yeah you know i don't know and maybe that's sexist of me well she just does not she may be a hundred year old vampire but she is still a girl vampire does not have the confidence of being a man vampire in a man vampire's world right right (laughs) and also just like i really enjoy like i think also there's something about edward 
is a sullen, sad, Mm -hmm. uh, little bit of a dark side boy vampire. We're over it. We've seen it. Yeah. We watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. We've seen it. We've seen it. People have read Interview with the Vampire. They've seen it. I don't I don't need another one of these boys. You know what I really haven't seen much of? That as a girl. Yeah. Like I haven't seen if, The Grumpy if I, Girl Sunshine Boy, not that but with yeah. Sunshine, but if you if you look at girl vampires, generally they fall into two camps. Sexualized. And one is sexualized, uh usually has been a vampire for a while, sexualized mm-hmm. vampire. Or newly turned vampire <laughs> who is still losing their innocence. Or creepy little girl. <laughs> Or a creepy little girl is another option, yeah. 7,000-year-old like, little girl. It is very much like whore virgin dichotomy with, like, female yeah. vampires, right? Like, yeah. it's usually either, like, older, like, has been around and uses her sexuality as a tool vampire or newer, fresh, fresh-faced, doesn't uh, doesn't know how to live in this world of mm-hmm. vampires sort of mm-hmm. vibe, right? It's She has to be guided by a sperm male vampire's hand. Yeah. Yeah. I also felt like... Again, the implications here of biting equals sex, right? Like that, that's on the table for vampires. We know that that is a a longstanding thematic tie-in. And I think that it is very clear in Twilight that biting equals sex as well, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, That's why... Edward bites or sucks all of Bell's blood out in front of his entire family in the ballet exactly. studio. No, I, I think that, like, especially in the act of turning someone. Yes. That, it's but even, so like, painful. Even in the, um, like, consider Joss or uh, James in Twilight biting Bobella, right? Yeah. Like, using that as a taunt. Yes. Like, look, I've defiled your virgin I've lover. I've defiled. Yes, exactly. And I think feel like look look edward i want you to know it was me i've sullied this one right and i feel like i really enjoy the fact that edith has bitten other people you know like I'm yeah like, edith, yeah. Had, edith had a little serial killer edith streak, had a serial biting like phase you know she's got a, her body counts pretty high and i feel like in twilight it's just reinforcing like Bella hasn't ever chosen to be bitten, right? right? And Edward's been out here biting people, but that's okay because he's a man and she's a woman. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. like, in this, it's like, Bo is, you know, doesn't want to get bitten and eat it. Or like, Actually, Bo's you know, really thirsty to get bitten. Bo does want to get bitten. <laughs> Bo, Bo wants Bo nothing more not, than to be bitten. Bo, until the end, has not had a consensual biting experience. Yeah. And Edith has purposefully bitten people. And it's like, there's some, there's implications there. Yeah. You know? Like, this isn't something we're pulling out of left field. This has historically been like vampire bites are sexual. Yeah. Like that is the entire vampire canon is behind <laughs> that, you know? Yes. So before we hit the two hour mark in our recording here, um, <laughs> this, this very successful gender mm-hmm. swap asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> asterisk because Smire did not do what she set out to do. But overall, we prefer this version. Right. And I don't know if that's what the point of a gender swap is. Yeah, that's true. So maybe if we just look at it. I feel like the point of a gender swap is to uh, bring up questions of gender, right? Uh Like to be like, why is, like, what changes when the gender changes, right? Yeah. And I do think it is successful in that aspect in that, a lot of stuff did change as the gender changed. And some of that was and we... stuff that Smire changed. Mm-hmm. And some of that was like vibes. Like I mentioned at one point, like Royal gives me the ick in this book mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he is a man and because Edith is a woman. Because in the original Twilight, Rosalie was like kind of expected to be Edward's girlfriend when she got changed uh-huh. and they didn't click. And then Rosalie is bitchy to Bella and it comes across as Rosalie not wanting Bella around because it's disrupting the family dynamic. Uh In this, Royal was supposed to be Edith's boyfriend, but they didn't click. But then, like, he's doing the same things Rosalie was doing, but because he is an older man in Edith's life, like, not actually older, but, like, he's appears older Mm -hmm. um, and is, like, stronger and bigger than Edith, essentially. Um, It has this weird vibe to it of, like, 
creepy ex-boyfriend or like controlling older brother almost yeah like, definitely older brother vibe for sure yeah like it's gross um and also I, the also idea I'm, of just like turning someone to be like mm, my daughter needs a partner so i'm like that's i mean weird. i think it was also to save her life slash his life yeah but, still, but it's, it's still it's a weird, weird thing like and yeah. i'm gonna turn you and you're gonna be in love with my daughter and a kiss yeah playing um, with my barbies <laughs> yeah i i also feel like i want to note that again so okay so we've got stuff that's like unintentional gender swap like that right yes. where uh-huh. smire is presenting it in exactly the same way it just but feels to, different because yeah. it feels different because the gender mm-hmm. the gender dynamics are different and, and we on, as readers yeah. have like the knowledge of the social construct of gender going into a book right mm-hmm then you have shit that Smire did change. And what does that say about her, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I also do want to point out that another thing that she did change is that anytime um, that that uh, Edith uses the phrase like fight fair or like I don't fight fair or I didn't or I would not have fought fair mm-hmm. a couple times. And I thought I was like, I don't think that phrase was used with Edward and I checked and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so again, it's like, why did you add that, Smire? Because you feel like Edward, as a boy vampire, is able to hold his own he in a fight. Have to fight and her. Edith, and I mean, like yeah. both of them, uh, probably have the same advantage, which is reading people's minds and knowing what they're gonna do. But mm-hmm. like Edward doesn't bring it up when he's talking about fights. He's not like, oh, I don't fight fair. Edith is like, you don't have to worry, Bella. I like, I'll be able to hold my own in a fight against Royal because I don't fight fair, mm-hmm. right? So like again, you have this thing of like. You got to hedge it. You had to yeah. change that because she's a woman, right? So yeah. Like, what does that change? What does that say about you? And then also just like uh, there's some changes that seemingly had nothing to do with gender and were just wild, um, which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I think like that, the like, end of it, the book where Bo like just becomes a vampire. Totally different thing. And the book which, ends with his funeral and everyone is really yes. fucking sad and d- devastated and their lives have been irrevocably changed. Which I will also say, though, now that I'm thinking about that, that is actually a gendered one, too, because the reason that um, Bella did ultimately need to stay a human for the plot. She's got to have a baby. baby, right? Yep. So like Bo can't have a baby. So yeah. we can just go ahead and turn him into a vampire. We don't have to do this whole back and forth. Yep. I also do want to point out that that is uh, also the reason I believe why um, uh, uh, Julie, the Jacob equivalent is not really as interested in, but like, she's kind of like, Oh, Hey Bo, what's up? But she, like, even in book one, Jacob is kind of sniffing around Bella He's a bit. into Bella, yeah. Um, and the reason for that is because he imprinted on one of Bella's ovums, and that's why he falls in love Gross. with Bella. Um, so I just want that to be That's really too. fucking so weird. Julie doesn't. Smire. <laughs> what are you Julie doing? Doesn't, Julie doesn't have that. Uh, well, because Smire felt like she had to justify the fact that Jacob was going to be in love with this woman hey. who he was formerly in love with the mother. So her way of doing that was being like, actually, when he was in love with her mother, it didn't count because he, really he was just in love with her still. But it's weird. Still fucking weird and gross. Hate it. Very. Very. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. So... Weird book. Weird book. Good gender swap? Yeah. Successful in what it set out to do. Gave us gave me gave a, a lot to talk about. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. And honestly, like I said at the top, best best of the Twilight. Best of the Twilight books. Best I of think. the Twilight books. Best I've not the read the other of Twilight. three. Yes. I I mean I think Twilight Singular, not Twilight Mass Noun for all the books. I, I think that the problem with comparing them to any of the other, like, in the series, would just be that it doesn't, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the, the plot of every book post-Twilight is so it's fucking so wild compared to when you look at Twilight. on, yeah, yeah, Bella being weak human with uterus. Yeah, with uterus, <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe New Moon you could kind of compare, and I mean... I feel like this is better than new moon because it gets rid of a lot of the issues you know that they I've get to stay together of. they get they get to stay together mm-hmm. and he actually has to give something up which i like and i think is a more it's fucking wild it's fucking wild that, imagine you know, like okay imagine sorry i our recording is going way too long imagine it's fine your son storms out of your house says i never want to see you and i don't want to live with you i fucking hate everything about the life that you've chosen for yourself goodbye dad Gets in his car or gets in his big old truck that you bought him. You never hear from him again until a few days later, fucking his dead body found in his busted up truck. And you just thinking like, could I have stopped him? Should I have said more? Could I, I should have searched harder. 
the mom gets a weird fucking voicemail from Bo that's like, mom, mom, don't return to Phoenix because I can't tell you why, but maybe you'll be safer if you stay in Florida. Don't come back yet. Prolong your vacation in Florida. And then the next thing you know, your kid is dead. The, the questions these two will have, obviously Never. Renee dumps Phil and the two of, and Charlie and Renee get back together in their quest to find out what happens to their yeah, son, Bo. I think- I think this book is kind of pushing that Charlie ends up with um, Bonnie, Bonnie Black. Yeah. Which is hysterical they're... because it's like, okay, so now they're in love because she's a woman. Like, Of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yep. Can't be friends. If you are a man and a woman, they can be not be friends. Right. right? Yeah. I, <sighs> um, it's really sad for Charlie and Renee for sure. But, um, but also both should suffer for the decision that he made. Should suffer for Renee being a terrible parent and Charlie being a terrible parent and also um, a cop. Yeah. Um, Obviously. <laughs> That's fucked up. You know um, what? Smyer said a cab kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this book is so fucking like the, the fucking Port Angeles. I'll never get oh, over we, the Port Angeles. Oh, we got to wrap this episode we gotta up wrap though. It up. Your we gotta future wrap it up. M is going to be so mad. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I truly am thinking about splitting this into two episodes and just doing like a Monday release and a Wednesday release. That just could so be good. I don't have to edit it all at once, but we'll see. <laughs> um, okay. So what do we want out of a gender swap? I just wanted to be, I wanted to, I wanted to give me a new, uh, I mean, just like this one did. Like, I just want to think about the character differently, right? Like, mm. I want to, I want something, hopefully that improves upon the story by being mm-hmm. gender swapped, but, but something that actually has like something to say. Like, I don't think Twilight really set out with like, I, I need to say something about this historical figure of mm-hmm. Edward Cullen. Um, but you know, just like someone who, who's like, Hey, let's, let's do this thing. Let's do it right. Um, and, uh, makes, makes a good one. Mm-hmm. But it's probably going to be young adult because that's what most of them are. <laughs> Not to say young adult can't have depth, but. I want, I think, because I'm trying to think of like where we can go that would be different, right? Yeah, yeah. And we've done one uh, girl swap into, or boy swap into girl. Mm-hmm. And one that is mainly girl swap into boy, right? Because mm-hmm. Belle mm-hmm. is the vocal character. Um, so I'm kind of like either gender I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. I would, I think, maybe like to see one where... Like other things aren't adjusted for the gen. Like yeah. what I mean by that is like in this one, everyone swaps. Gender, yeah, we right? don't need all that. And in Lady Sherlock, like Mrs. It's Watson, a little, it's a little bit looser because like there's not not everything is a one to one. But there is yeah, Mrs. Watson and like kind of that sort of thing. I and I think what I'm really gearing up to here is that I want something LGBTQ. Yeah, because what I really want is just one of them to swap gender. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then probably end up being gay. That'd be know? cool. So. Uh, it doesn't have to be that, but I will kind of be looking to see if I can find something that fits that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, you know, maybe I, I don't know if uh, this is even a thing that would exist anywhere, but maybe something that's non-binary or like a gender swap that isn't male, female as much, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. something in a different area of the gender spectrum would be cool. Yeah. Too. Well, fun. Um, that's not what we're reading for next week, though. That's not what we're reading for next week. What we're reading for next week is, uh, I believe, our final. Oh no! Yes, you're right. Uh, we are. <laughs> we are starting the Hunger Games yes. next week, gang. And you know, I just saw on the news uh, that is, and by news I mean when I open up a new Google tab and it throws mm. articles at yeah. me to read, the Hunger Games movies are going back into theaters. Yes. Or at least the first one is. Um, I saw so. that. Good timing on our um, part. So good timing on our part. We're yeah. perfect and so smart. We are so we are so good at marketing. Just kidding. We're fully not. We're fully idiots. <laughs> um, fully just making doing doing the least. <laughs> good way to describe it. We're reading Hunger Games, guys. We're reading Hunger Games next. Uh, the week after that. You know, gang, we've said it. You know it. You love it. It's spooky season here yes. at Shelf Are you ready to be scared? Are you ready to be so scared? So scared. Um, so this year, our spooky, spooky books are going to be something we haven't uh, gotten into very much. Um, and I haven't really... Yeah, not in my personal life. I don't really do a lot life. of this. <laughs> I haven't seen many of the, like, really well-known movies in this genre oh. as well. It's just never really been one that's 
sparked my interest Interesting. very much. Um, but we are going to be f- uh, covering demonic horror, yeah, um, possession. Demon possession and exorcisms, with yeah. uh, starting with A Good and Happy Child by Justin Evans. Awesome. I am very ready to be spooked. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, if you have any books or units you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, either because you think we would love them or hate them, you can tweet at us at ShuffleWareCast or email us ShuffleWareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Coat for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcasts aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Otherwise, uh, Otherwise, I am going to invite you to go to the movies and then (laughs) ditch Mm -hmm. you for my hot vampire girlfriend. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. God, I wish. (laughs) Maybe someday. You never know. Maybe someday I'll have a hot vampire girlfriend. Uh, Yeah, you never know. Um, (laughs) If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Stephanie Meyer, there were a few things I knew for sure. For one, Edith was an actual vampire. For another, there was a part of her that saw me as food. But in the end, none of that mattered. All that mattered was that I loved her more than I'd ever imagined it was possible to love anything. She was everything I wanted, the only thing I would ever want. Why did you change that? Like, that's like the, the there's three things I know about, uh, you know, the three things that are true thing. That's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The line that's on the back of her books like what why would you change that one of the most iconic one okay why did you change that sure about the gender needed that to change (laughs) excellent question are boys do boys not like eating and also don't know the word irrevocably is that what we're saying (laughs) (laughs) so many questions for you smire so many questions so many questions subgenre of horror i'm gonna bring to the i hope table. so you should because you're gonna tell us what book we're reading so yeah be very I, am important. Looking, I am looking that up right now um so give me one second there 